Everyone, this is the Tripwire Podcast, part of the Triple Play family. I am Zach, your host at FF Triple Batman. I am joined today by almost the entire crew. Finally, we got Joe, we got Alex, and we got Steve. How y'all doing tonight, gentlemen? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. One day we'll finally get Toby back and we'll have the full squad uh, together again soon. He's here in my heart. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> So we're just keeping the seat warm for him until he gets back for the season when it really counts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are finally on our last division. So for those of you who have not been tuning in, uh, go check out our YouTube page, which you should be watching right now. Link, like it, subscribe, go watch our other seven videos. Um, or if you're listening to our podcast, again, you should be following. Make sure you go back and listen. But we have been talking about the each division, buy or sell. We're on the last one, AFC North. I don't know if we save best for last. There's a lot of talent in this division. AFC West last week might have been best for, for second to last. But it's going to be a fun one. So we're going to get right into it with buys. Uh, and we're going to start with Alex. So your buy is Rashad Bateman, DLF ADP in Superflex, which means you can start more than one quarterback, is wide receiver 25, pick 77. And then in a one QB league, he's going as wide receiver 19 at pick 41. So quite a discrepancy of six uh, wide receivers there between the two formats, but why is he your buy, Alex? Well, first off, that wide receiver 25 in Superflex is absolute silliness. There's no reason for him to be that low. He is the <clears throat> number one receiver in Baltimore. Yes, Mark Andrews is still there, but if you look, Mark Andrews, his peak production last year was no Lamar Jackson. Ironically enough, it was with Tyler Huntley. This year, Bateman and Lamar have already been working out a lot. But aside from those narratives, if they need a play on any level of the field, Rashad Bateman's that guy. If you need one play on the outside of the field, he can make that play. You need one in the slot, he's that guy. You need someone to go across the middle on a slant, try and get that tough third and three, third and four. Bateman's that guy. Play, play breaks loose and it's some backyard football. Who's he going to be throwing it down, down the field to this year? It's not going to be Hollywood Brown. It's going to be Rashad Bateman. I was just looking at the one QB rankings for wide receivers and a few that were ahead of Bateman that I would not take over him are Terry McLaurin with the Washington commanders. Yes, he is going to see the best quarterback play of his career, but a healthy Lamar Bateman is going to be consistent. They won't be the most pass heavy offense, but Bateman will see the lion's share of that volume. Drake London with Atlanta. I would take Bateman over him as well. You can't trust Mariota to have both him and Kyle Pitts fantasy relevant. And then his former teammate, Hollywood Brown. Yes, he is reunited with Kyler Murray, but at the same time, that isn't everything. Yes, you can also spin that narrative for Bateman, but Bateman is just a more complete player than Brown, in my opinion. All right, so we're looking at some trade offers that have come through recently on DLF. Um, Rashad Bateman for Amonra St. Brown straight up. Bateman. Bateman. All right. Rashad Bateman for Michael Gallup and a 2022 rookie 108 pick. Bateman. Bateman. And then this is a tight end premium league. Rashad Bateman for Dallas Goddard straight up. Bateman. Yeah, Bateman. Yeah, even though I'm a homer, I'll go Bateman. All right. So it sounds like you can get some pretty good deals for Bateman right now. So, Joe. Your buy is Tyler Boyd, 
His DLF ADP super flex is wide receiver 67, pick 174. And in one QB, it's wide receiver 56 and pick 120. So he's definitely a lot later uh, than Rashad Bateman. So why is he a buy for you? So for me, we talk about it every single week with me. One to three years is how you play fantasy when it comes to dynasty, at least in my opinion. So let's go through a couple of stats that tie off the Tyler Boyd last year. We have 94 targets, 64 receptions, 828 yards, 12.4 yards per receptions, and five touchdowns. That's with Jamar Chase there. That's with Higgins there. That's with Mixon there. So he's still reliable. Now you're looking at a guy who's only 27, so he's still young enough for dynasty in that sense that you have him for a few years, tied to a quarterback like Joe Barrow that we all believe in for at least three years. Again, won the three-year window, just like that age of 27, won the three-year window. And all you need is one guy like a Higgins or a Chase or even a Mixon to pull a hamstring or get injured. I'm not wishing it on anyone, but it is the NFL. They did make the season longer. And that Super Bowl curse is kind of hanging over their head a little bit too. And we all know what happens to the team the year after that. All you need is that one little chance. And if I can get somebody who's as consistent as Tyler Boyd for the price that we're about to announce, and then possibly have him jump up a tier on my team where I can either trade him for higher draft capital or just have a solid player on my team, Give me that every time. So I actually was doing some research last night, completely separate from this, but found a little nugget about Tyler Boyd that I wanted to share since you brought him up. So this is a very small sample size, but last year in the fantasy football playoffs, so weeks 15 to 17, he was the wide receiver eight in PPR with 17.2 points per game. So you might be thinking, oh, well, Chase was probably hurt or Higgins was probably hurt. No, Chase was the wide receiver four with 25 and a half points per game, and Higgins was the wide receiver six with 19 points per game at that same time. So and, he can still put up points even with those yeah. two ahead of him. And in their first nine weeks, they have five optimal opponents for the wide receivers, which means all three of them might be able to eat the start of the season. And again, won the three-year window. It's just what, I, it's what I'm going to say until you guys mute me, basically. No worries. No, I think he's definitely should be on the cheaper end. So let's look at some trades for him. This is not tight end premium, I don't believe. Tyler Boyd for Austin Hooper, straight up. <laughs> Tyler Boyd. Boyd. Uh, Tyler Boyd for two 2023 third round rookie picks. Nobody needs a third round pick for anything. Just I hate third round picks. Go yes. check out the Triple Play yes. Fantasy TikTok. This is logic for Boyd. There you go. Uh, Tyler Boyd and the 2022 rookie 2.12, so the 212, last pick of the second round, uh, for Michael Gallup. Give give me Tyler Boyd. I don't even know if Michael Gallup's playing this start of the season. All right. So you can get him for real cheap right now, so go out and buy some Tyler Boyd. So, Steve, your buy is Deontay Johnson. He is currently going ADP Superflex, wide receiver 14, pick 55, and one QB wide receiver 14 pick 30. So he is our highest rated player we're talking about in the buys. So why are you buying Deontay Johnson? So I'm buying Deontay Johnson um, for a couple different reasons. Number one is that uh, he is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, period. End of story. His contract with Pittsburgh is coming up, and whether or not they extend him doesn't hurt his value at all because he's going to go somewhere where he can be a bonafide a bonafide number one, right? Like, so say his contract expires, he leaves Pittsburgh. Well, he's probably going somewhere like Green Bay where they need a wide receiver one. So give me Deontay Johnson at the ripe old age of 26 years old 
with Aaron Rodgers or even giving them this year with Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett where they need someone to throw the ball to and pepper with targets. And it's going to be Deontay Johnson. He's head and shoulders better than anything the Steelers have this year. And he's going to be head and shoulders better than almost any team he could go to next year, whether that's the Steelers or any other team. Deontay Johnson is one of those guys that's matchup proof. That's quarterback proof. That's scheme proof. Deontay Johnson's that guy. I love Deontay Johnson, and I'm seeing people trade uh, him away or fade him because Roethlisberger's gone, which blows my mind because any one of us could have started for the Steelers last year and done what Ben Roethlisberger did. He was so bad, just so, so bad. Like, people want to knock Deontay Johnson's, like, depth of target. That's not his fault. Ben Roethlisberger can only throw seven yards. Like, that's not Deontay's fault, you know? So anything over the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger is a win in my book. So buy him up everywhere you can because he's either staying a stealer and Mike Tomlin will feed him or he's going to go somewhere to be fed by a better quarterback. Fair enough. And speaking of trades, uh, Alex actually made this trade. So Deontay Johnson for a 2022 rookie 105 and 207. Deontay Johnson. Yeah, I think PJ. Yeah, I, I think okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you have to say yes. <laughs> yeah, Alex, Alex made a good trade. Uh, Deontay Johnson for Jared Cook. <laughs> Someone put lol. Uh, 2022 rookie 111 and a 2023 20, rookie first. So basically, we're talking Deontay Johnson for a 2023 rookie first. I heard nothing. I heard nothing after Jared Cook. So I'm That's such Deontay a weird Johnson. ad. Um, <laughs> DJ, DJ. Deontay Johnson. I'll tell yeah, you, okay. I actually traded the 107 and the 110 to get Deontay Johnson in a rookie draft. Oh, you love him. Which, yeah. especially if you're not a rebuilding team, if you're a win now, I mean, yeah. who's 107 and 110 other than some guys you're hoping are going to be good in two years, three right. years? Right, yeah. So, I get it. And then the last one for Deontay Johnson, for this is a fun one, though, for A.J. Dillon and Christian Kirk. Oh. Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Deontay. I'll take I'll take AJ Dillon, but I think the Packers are going to run so much between the two of them this year. So, one to three years. All right. So now we're going to move on to our sells. So, <laughs> Alex, you're selling Nick Chubb. He is super flex running back eleven, pick forty three. One QB is running back eleven, pick twenty seven. So, why are you selling Nick Chubb, who might be one of the best pure runners in the NFL? Just being a pure runner doesn't earn. The fantasy points targets are 2.6 points more valuable than a carry right there. Nick Chubb has had one season in his career where he's seen 30 targets. He's purely volume-based. He's going into that dreaded age 27 season. Running backs notoriously fall off a cliff there. You have a healthy Kareem Hunt this year. No Deshaun Watson, so who's he going to have throwing the ball? Either Jacoby Brissett or, God forbid, he gets hurt. You got Josh Rosen stepping up in there. Going to be a lot of negative game script for the Browns. They're not going to be able to give him the 20 to 23 carries a game that they want to the way Tennessee uses Derrick Henry. And not to mention PPR, he has one season in the top 10. At that point, if you can even downgrade a tier or two for – any of the the running backs who were hurt last year, the young guys, the Cam Akers, the J.K. Dobbins, Travis Etienne, hell, even Antonio Gibson, the way this man's being completely disrespected after two straight RB1 seasons. 
but we're not going there. Any of them, if you want a young receiver and a first, a guy like Jerry Judy, who's on that cusp of breaking out, whether it's an upgrade in situation, hell, even if you want to do Chubb for Deontay straight, those are the type of deals where you make, where you can afford (laughs) to sacrifice production per se to prolong that one to three year window, Joseph. That way (laughs) you end up retooling and not having to completely rebuild it. For those of you who are not on YouTube and you're listening to us on the podcast, Steve is like grinning from ear to ear, hearing all this Antonio Gibson love and then Deontay Johnson love. So just want to paint that picture for those who are just listening and not watching. Um, and I think the biggest thing that you didn't even touch on, Alex, which everything you said was is correct, um, his value is probably only ever going to go down from this point oh, just yeah, due to his 100%. age. So now's the time to sell while everyone's still happy about Nick Chubb. No, absolutely. So we got some trades going on. Uh, we have Nick Chubb for two 2023 first round picks. Give me the first round. I'm taking yeah. the picks. Yeah, Chubb. I mean, the picks. Jesus, Chubb. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even if I was a contender, I still might want those 2023 first round picks. Yeah, yeah. that's one I just make regardless to get him off my roster. Uh, Nick Chubb and the 2022 110 for Justin Jefferson. Oh Justin my God. Jefferson. Yeah. 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 Who made that trade? What? Where? Uh, never mind. Just move on. <laughs> Nick Chubb for Cam Akers, straight up. Cam Akers. Yeah, I just like Akers. his offense better. Give me Cam Akers. Yeah. Take the risk. Hope he's healthy and get get way younger. That makes sense. So, Joe, we're finally going to talk about a tight end, and it is Pat Fryermuth. He is tight end nine in Superflex, pick one eighteen, or tight end nine, pick one hundred seven in one QB. So, why are we selling Pat Fryermuth? Is only going into a second year. I get it. I get it. Everybody sees the young tight end and they're like, oh my God, I can have him forever. And that's fantastic. Except like he scored seven touchdowns last year and he was the 16th tight end with the highest points per average, 16. So, and that's with those seven touchdowns. So you really had kind of a boom bust type player with him with a different quarterback. Now he has either Mitchell Trubisky, who is a journeyman. Let's be honest. He's not going to revive his career and be anything or Kenny Pickett with those tiny little baby hands. And I don't think he's going to be any good either. So then you have to add in the fact that they brought in Pickens. They still have Steve's boy, Deontay Johnson. They do have Chase Claypool. I'm not a huge fan of him, but he does have talent and they have Najee Harris. I'm going to say that the Steelers pick all of those options throughout that whole drive going down from wherever they start. Let's say the 20 to 25, that whole drive. I'll pick all of them being the options before Pat Fryermuth on most plays. And then I got to just rely on him to score touchdowns. I'm not a fan of that. I wasn't a fan of it when it happened with Robert Tunyon a couple years ago. I'm not a fan of it right now with Dawson Knox. That's what everybody's relying on again. For me, the names out there, everybody loves to say the Muth is Luth and all that fun stuff. And they're having a big kick because he's a young tight end and this could be our player. But unless it's somebody who's as uber talented as Travis Kelsey and tied to a quarterback like Travis Kelsey, tight end streamable to me. Move on, get the capital, put that somewhere else and just stream that one position. You're only playing one of them. Fair enough. I think he's talented. I just think, like you said, he's in, he's buried on that death chart for targets and he doesn't have a quality quarterback. So if he was in a different situation, I think maybe you'd feel differently. Um, so some trades out there as you're trying to sell them, Pat Fryermuth and a 2022 rookie 205 for a 2023 first round pick. pick right, the first round pick. 
Yep. Yeah. Pat Frymuth for Gabriel Davis. Gabe Davis. I'll take the shot. Yeah. And this one seems like a no-brainer, but we'll ask it anyway. Pat Frymuth for Amari Cooper. I'm not even answering this one. This one's ridiculous. <laughs> give me the, Maybe give me the team's wide receiver. Give me the wide receiver one of a team yeah. over a tight end every day give of the week. Amari Cooper with Josh Rosen throwing the ball. Yeah. Give me Amari Cooper with me throwing kind of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we draw the line. <laughs> All right, Steve. So we're going to move on to your cell. Um, and this is J.K. Dobbins, who is – RB18 in Superflex, pick 60, and <laughs> RB15, pick 34 in 1QB. So why are we selling J.K. Dobbins? So we're selling J.K. Dobbins for the simple reason of he's not the best running back in his own backfield. That would be Mr. Lamar Jackson, uh, who is the best runner in that backfield. Listen, the Ravens don't care about J.K. Dobbins, okay? Whether he's there, not there, they're going to do what they're going to do. They went out and got Devonta Freeman and handed him the ball 20 times in a game. Like, J.K. Dobbins is not special enough to be that guy. He's never going to be a workhorse running back. He's never going to get that involved in the passing game. And he just doesn't have that feel of someone who's really going to give you a top 20 kind of upside, like, player for years to come. When you're, I see a lot of people lock in on J.K. Dobbins and be like, no, he's a young stud runner. That's great if he was like in Tennessee's system, but where he's splitting with Gus Edwards, Lamar Jackson, some other guy that they signed off the street from the stadium because they felt like having a special third running back Mike for the Davis. day. Yeah. Mike Davis. <laughs> uh, what, what's that guy's batty? Like, like yeah. what is like, th- that's not a running back backfield. I want to invest in and never mind the running back. What? 15. Or 16, yeah, 15 and 18, no way, no way. Give me someone else, give me someone better. Like, I'll take a lot of different guys before I take J.K. Dobbins. Would you go Nick Chubb? Would I go with Nick Chubb over J.K. Dobbins? In Dynasty, yep, Chubb or Dobbins. Yeah, I'd take Chubb. I don't want either. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want either, but at least one of them is, like, the best runner on his team. That's fair. All right, so I got some interesting trades. Like these ones are a little spicy. So J.K. Dobbins and a 2023 first round pick for A.J. Brown and a 2022 107. A.J. Brown in the 107. Yeah. Oh, I'll take <laughs> J.K. Dobbins and a 2023 first. Uh, J.K. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins for a 2023 first and second. So now we're going the other way give, with the first. Give me the picks. Yeah, give me the picks. Yeah. And then J.K. Dobbins for a 2022 rookie 107 and 207. Uh, give me Dobbins. Give me Dobbins. Uh, Dobbins. I'll probably take the picks. Oh, I'll take Dobbins in that case. All right. So that was our last of our, our main buy and sell. So as we get to Joe's favorite game, who's been I doing well the last few episodes, I will say. Uh, we got the rapid fire buy or sell game. So I'll give the scenario again to you guys. And for the new listeners out there, we're in a super flex startup. You are on the clock. Would you draft AKA buy or not draft AKA sell at the player at the positional value that I give you? You can imagine you are building whatever kind of dynasty roster in the draft you want. So I'm going to go down the list in pick order. I'm going to give you their positional value and their pick value. You tell me if you're going to buy or sell them. Sound good? Yep. 
All right. Joe Burrow, QB4, pick five. I'm by. Sell. Sell. Lamar Jackson, QB5, pick six. I'll also buy. Smash. Buy. 101, baby. <laughs> Jamar Chase, wide receiver two, pick 10. Yeah, buy. Sell. Najee Harris, running back four, pick 19. I'll sell. Buy. Buy. Mark Andrews, tight end two, pick 37. I'll buy. sell. I just, I pump my tight end, so. Bye. All Bye. Right. T. Higgins, wide receiver 10, pick 41. Bye. I'm selling. And everybody sell. knows why I had this argument for like six days on Twitter. Bye. I'm selling. Sell, 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 sell. <laughs> Joe Mixon, running back 12, pick 44. So. Breaking, breaking my phone, making that pick. I'm smashing it so hard. Well, yeah, bye. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy Joe Mixon there. All right, Kenny Pickett, quarterback 25, pick 80. Sell. Sell. <laughs> sell, sell the baby hands. George Pickens, wide receiver 41, pick 113. Sell. Sell. I don't like the quarterback. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'd buy that. Kareem Hunt, running back 33, pick 118. Sell. 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 Uh, that's a sell. Yeah. I want nothing to do with the Browns. I just want nothing to do with the Browns right now. Yeah, I don't want a 27-year-old back. All right, last one. one 27-year-old backup running back. <laughs> Chase Claypool, wide receiver 51, pick 131. So Bye. Bye. If I must. All right. Wide receiver 51, I mean, are there that many in the NFL at that point? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a lot of wide receivers. Yeah, that's like Emmanuel Sanders territory, though. Like, I'll, I'll take Chase Claypool. <laughs> well, that was the last of my buy-sell, guys. You guys all did great. <laughs> Joe, I'm, I continue to be very impressed with you. I'm learning. I'm learning. You're, you're becoming a real, a true celebrity professional. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Finally got to slide that in there. So thank you all for joining me tonight. Thank you guys for watching, listening out there. Uh, we will be switching over to redraft content when we come back on the airwaves for August. And then, like I said, this show is designed to be a waiver, a waiver wire show once we're in season. So once we get into season, we're going to be live on Monday nights. And then you'll still be able to catch us on YouTube and the podcast as well. So thank you all, gentlemen. Thank you all for listening out there. Like I said, make sure you subscribe, download, like, all that. Great way to support the team. A lot of great people and content coming out of Triple Play Fantasy. So have a good one, everybody.